This is episode number 52 with ex-NBA player Carrick Felix. Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 21-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, you and I will embark on a journey to learn the things that we should have learned in school but did not, so that we may take control of our lives while fulfilling our vision of success. Each episode will feature a brand new lesson, and now it's time for today's lesson. So put your thinking cap on, because school is now in session. All right, my guest today is Carrick Felix. Carrick is an awesome guy. We really hit it off. He played in the NBA. He's a TED speaker, and he's also a tech entrepreneur. Carrick is an Arizona native and the founder of IMC, which is short for Inspire, Motivate, and Change. Carrick graduated from Arizona State University in 2013, where he earned his bachelor's and master's degree in communications finishing with a 3.85 GPA, a real scholar-athlete. During his time at Arizona State University, Carrick was a member of the men's basketball team where he received honors such as Scholar-Athlete of the Year in the Pac-12, Pac-12 Player of the Week four times, ESPN Player of the Month, as well as being honored on the Dean's List. Carrick was then drafted in the 2013 NBA Draft, selected 33rd overall, after averaging 14.6 points per game his senior year at Arizona State University. Carrick played in the NBA for three different teams, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Washington Wizards, and the Utah Jazz. During his time in the NBA, Carrick spent a lot of his time off the court, participating in community service, motivational speaking, and shadowing business professionals. He then went on to start a tech company called Zingit, which is an online concierge service for outdoor recreational equipment. He also became an angel investor for small startups. However, his true passion is serving others, and that really came out today. After realizing his purpose, he went on to create IMC. He decided to create a platform to build individuals, yes, externally, but also more importantly, internally. So naturally, with Carrick being such a scholar in communications, I love communication. And so we talked a lot about that. We talked about what winning body language looks like and the consequences, the social consequences of poor body language. We talked about the biological meaning of offering your hand to another human hand gestures, how important they are in communication. And on that note, I actually wanted to share with you the cool fact of the day. Did you know that the least popular TED Talkers average 272 hand gestures? The most popular TED Talkers average 465 hand gestures, while people that have gone viral, like Simon Sinek, had over 600 hand gestures. So it turns out that we actually listen to people more that move their hands more. When people move their hands, we listen. We 
trust them more. We like them more. We listen to them more. So that concludes today's cool fact of the day. Carrick shared all sorts of books to learn more about communication, books that he's read, that he has gained so much knowledge of communication from, so many social skills that he's gathered, and he shared those secrets with us. We talked about what to do when you don't have the answers in times of adversity, when the adversity just doesn't make sense. Carrick has not escaped adversity at any point in his life. When he, in his senior year in college, he was living out of his car while raising a kid, while earning a 3.85 GPA and scoring 14.6 points per game. You'll get the mindset there. We talked about that. He then got a high soon afterwards. He was drafted 33rd overall, but then he broke his kneecap in half and he was out two and a half years, eventually hitting one of the lowest points he's ever had in his life. Now, by the way, if you are new here to Growth Mindset University, go ahead and make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening because as you're going to see today, this is not a podcast that you want to miss out on. We're doing some awesome things here. The growth of this podcast, ironically, is skyrocketing. And I really want to take this journey with you. So go ahead and make sure you subscribe. And if you do enjoy this podcast today, Share it with your friends. What good is knowledge if you don't share it? I think it should be shared. Sharing is caring. Live to learn. Grow to give. That's our thing here at Growth Mindset University. So take a screenshot of this podcast and put it on your Instagram story and tag me at J underscore Paris underscore and tag Carrick at Carrick underscore Felix so that we can reply to you. We're going to reply to you. We'll show you that love. We'll show you all the love in the world. And just a heads up today, this is not the norm, but we did experience uh, some minor technical difficulties in the second half of the interview that actually, ironically, when we were talking about communication, so it threw off the communication dynamic a little bit, and you'll actually hear me a little bit almost frustrated and losing my track, and so, but we kept it in and kept it transparent and whatnot because it actually kind of contributed to the conversation. But just giving a heads up because this is not the norm and the technical difficulties, hopefully, fingers crossed, will never happen again. And now without further ado, let me introduce to you the one, the only Carrick Felix. Carrick Felix, welcome to the Growth Mindset University podcast. It's a pleasure to be talking to you once again. Yes, man. I appreciate you having me on the show, man. It's, again, it's, it's, it's a great thing. And I'm honestly just listening, watching your show, just, it inspires me to hear these different stories and hear how people are, you know, overcoming things and how they deal with success and the things they learn and they teach others. So I'm glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. My pleasure. Now you are one of those people. Okay. (laughs) Everyone's got this cool story, like you said, and you have an awesome story. We had a riveting conversation about a month ago. Now we're going to go right into this because I didn't really dig deep into this a month ago. That was our first, our first conversation we'd ever had together. And, you know, we were limited on, on time a little bit. But you were living out of your car while raising a kid 
while earning a 3.85 GPA and scoring 14.6 points per game, I believe your senior year at Arizona State University before you'd gotten drafted. What was that like? What was the day like? What was the mindset like? I mean, how tough was that? How do you deal with that? It's tough. You know, it's tough because as a college athlete, especially, you know, a, a high level athlete, someone that most people look like, um, look at as the quote, quote, star, um, you know, it, it, from the outside looking in, it always looks like things are good and going great. But for me, you know, going into my senior year, having a kid, living out of my car, like it was, it was tough from the standpoint of I didn't know what I didn't know and I didn't know what to do. You know, I, I knew that I had to not only be a student, not only did I have to be a student, I had to be a, you know, basketball player. But now the most important thing is I have to figure out how to be a father and how to, you know, supply and, and, and give my daughter a different life. Um, you know, and, and there's times when it was hard. There was times when, you know, I, I didn't even know myself um, what was going on. But, you know, I would say during that time, man, it was just, a lot, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of life lessons learned, but, you know, I, I got a chance to, to really become vulnerable, um, become vulnerable, uh, and, and really a chance to know a little bit more about myself. Um, and I don't think, and I think athletes, we're a little bit different because we're built to be tough, right? We're built to put up these blockers we don't feel pain we don't feel hurt we fight through everything and I wanted to just fight through that whole thing by myself and not tell anybody because again a lot of people don't really know this I don't I don't talk about it it's one thing I just I don't really bring up in my story at times but you know as an athlete like we're taught to suppress all that stuff so it it, it was a again it was a rocky road there's ups and downs and there's times that I was low there's times that I was high man so it was it was crazy but it made me who I am. I'm blessed for it. Can't complain, man. Can't yeah, know. I mean, you say the ups and downs. You know, you had, you were going through that really tough time for a good stretch of time, and then a high. You get drafted 33rd overall in the NBA. Was that like a big relief, or what was? How did things change after after that? You know, it was. I mean, it was a relief, right? I mean, it was a relief because I I set out to achieve this goal, but not only that, like in my mind, I don't have to worry about anything anymore. Like my, I'm taking care of my daughter. You know, is taken care of, and that's that's one thing I am blessed for. Not only graduating college and getting my degree and stuff, but being able to get drafted and and pushing myself to get to that level I mean it, it set me up for my life not only back then but now you know I'm, I'm able to still financially supply uh a lot supply things for my daughter and, and take care of her her needs and that to me like at that time and moment like that was the best thing that ever happened because it it was able to take the troubles away it was able to take you know the worry about where I'm sleeping what I'm eating and how my daughter is you know going to do the same and how I'm going to see her and things like that so man I like just thinking about it right now it just brings me back to some some times of just like the unknown man the unknown but the the work and you know my mindset at that time is just so different I mean it's still the same mindset now but you know I just it was that was when I started to realize what I was capable of so 
mm. just throughout the whole time, man, the battle adversity is, is wild. Yeah. You never really know what you're made of until you're put to the test. You know, I mean, uh, what was it? Uh, a Martin Luther King or something that said, uh, you know, a, a good, t- uh, I'm botching the quote, but a good test of character is not in times of comfort, but in times of, of strife. Like that's when you're, that's when your true character really comes out. It's when you see what you're really made of. And, and I mean, you saw that. Man, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, it's, that's the truth. You know, you find out truly who you are through the hardest times in your life. You know, it, I always say to people, like, it's, it's easy to take your control, your remote control and then and, and watch Netflix or, you know, it's easy to sit there and, and play Fortnite for the millennials out there who, you know, want to play Fortnite and things like that. It's, it's hard to be successful because when you're trying to be successful, like, everything piles on you you know you go through adversity you go through these down times and you know you always sit there and sometimes people ask themselves like why this why is this happening to me and they don't look at the situation as a learning situation right but through my time like i, I realized like dang like, all this stuff is happening to me and it's it's happening to me i can start letting it continue to happen to me or i can let it happen for me and and change out of it and it made me who i am because it's almost like every all the pain that everyone experienced in their life, because everyone has a journey and a story, but all the pain, all that adversity, everything you've gone, gone through, it's almost like it's 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 building, you know, some armor, some armor around you and, and around your mind and your body to to prepare you for what's to come. And now that things happen to me, I'm just I just rush it off. You know, it's it's like I'm bulletproof almost. Like things yeah. happen. And it just, it just bounces off. And now you can keep going because you've already been through the toughest test of it all. So Dude, that's a, new, that's a new one I've heard. You know, that armor. You're building up that armor. You're just brushing it off your armor now. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, I look back on, uh, there are three things in the year of 2018. We're, we're doing this right now. It's like December. I don't even know the date now. It's like December 13th or 14th yeah. or whenever. But, uh, you know, I look back in 2018 and, you know, there's like three things of three big things that stand out, you know, some troubling, you know, some, some troubles that really stand out, some adverse situations and every single, all of them, all three of them have turned out, you know, in time to be blessings. Like, you know, it, it helped me build up that armor, even though it sucked at the time, even as recently as, uh, a month and a half ago, something that I was just distraught about. And and now it's, I mean, it was a learning opportunity and it didn't make sense at the time, but, and, and it doesn't always, but, you know, no. you got to trust the process, like the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> exactly, man. Like, that's exactly it, man. It's It's almost like, you know, and it's not just... I mean, it's it's everyone pretty much. Like we we go through and we, and we always question ourselves, right? And I mean, you've done it, I've done it. The most successful people have been through this already. But you know, we question ourselves and we're all like, oh, like being mopey. And and it, at that time point, it always seems like it's the worst thing happening to me. It's the worst thing. Yeah. No one's ever experienced this. Like I'm gonna die. Like you're gonna die. But little by little, every single day, like you see the light, you know what I mean? But you have to, the thing is like, 
it's almost it's, it, you can't mentally put yourself in the jail and mentally tell keep telling yourself like it's hard. You got to understand it's hard, and when you feel that, you know, that little thought in your head about, oh, I don't know if I can get out of this, or oh, you know, it, like it's only happening to me. I'll never get out. It's like when you hear those thoughts in your head, like you gotta, it's like gotta be a switch to just like positive thinking, you know, like got to think of abundance, got to have gratitude, got to, you know, put myself in different areas. Because again, you think, and I tell people this all the time too, like you think Elon Musk, you think um, Bill Gates, you think Will Smith, Dwayne Johnson, you think these people have got to this level and they never thought in their minds, like just a teeny bit, like this sucks. No, everyone thinks it, but it's how you approach it little by little every single day to, you know, run through the door of light, run down that tunnel. So, yeah, man, I've been, I've been asking, you know, I asked myself, I've been practicing like Buddhism a little bit. I actually did like a six minute episode on it. Uh, you know, just, well, this simple practice, you know, when I'm going through those tough times, it, I ask, or I, you know, I start getting out of the moment. I, and I'm like getting caught up in like fears and, and whatnot and, and stress. And I say, what am I experiencing right now? What am I experiencing right now? And, and most of the time it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm just creating all this, all this hubbub in my head. You know, I'm just, I'm literally creating, creating it. I think there, there was a quote, uh, I don't even know who did it, but, uh, who said it, but you know, I, I went through all of the, I, I had many troubles. Most of it was imagined, Mo, you know, yeah. but I totally butchering the quote again, but, but well, that's all. It sounds like the Confucius quote. Like he's, he who says he can't, and he who says he will are usually right. You know what I mean? Like, it's all on your mind. Like, if you're telling yourself these things, it actually, it's like fruition. It happens. Um, and I, I don't think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people um, downside and, like, downgrade, like, spirituality. Like, I'm not talking about believing in God. I'm not talking about, like, yes, like, just spiritual in general. Like, just having, you know, a sense of, vision and, and, and speaking things into existence and the universe and all that stuff and that's how that's kind of cool that you're practicing like the buddhism man like <laughs> that honestly meditation um visualization like all that stuff has literally brought me to the point i am in my life like and mm-hmm. i and i honestly i can't say enough that it's little things like that that little alone time the, the meditation those are the things that we take for granted you know what I mean? Like those are the things that we don't really think about that helps us out. But if you look at Magic Johnson, you look at Michael Jordan, you look at, you know, anybody who's been able to get to that level, they've all, it's, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Everyone does the same exact thing. You know, they just do it in their own recipe, their different way. But, you know, you got to kind of find that out for yourself and what works for you. Yeah. For what it's worth, you know, meditation uh, there've been periods in my life where I've been practicing that a lot, but I was listening to Gary V today and for what it's worth, Gary V said, that's going to be the next big three, big thing. He's like, that's going to be a $3 trillion industry. I think trillions a little much, but, <laughs> but people, we're, we're definitely moving in that direction. You know, mindfulness is like the buzz right now for sure. But let's go further along this timeline. Yeah. So you get, you have your you have your down senior year. You're you're going through that, um, even though people don't really know. Then you have your up. You know you're in the NBA. You get drafted, but then you break your kneecap. 
and you're out two and a half years. So my question from this is what do you do when you don't necessarily have the answers? I mean, we kind of touched on it just yeah. now. I mean, what were you doing in that time period? No, during that time. It didn't make sense. Yeah, bro, it, it was crazy during that time period because, you know, when I just got drafted, everything was happening so fast. And all the way up for the two years, all the way up until I broke my knee, it's almost like I didn't even realize everything that was going through, all the, you know, pain, all the playing and traveling, because it's 82 games. Um, it's an 82-game season. You know, you have half on the road, half home. So you're, you're never really around. But when I broke my knee, it was almost like, it was so surreal because I finally like stopped, you know, like from high school to college, from college to getting drafted. Like it's just been working out, training, lifting, shooting, game, you know, and it's been that way. It's repeat, 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 rest, repeat. And then it got to the point where I was just, I stopped. And to be honest, I, I didn't even know what to do. You know, I, I, I started doing things that, I never thought would even, you know, that I would even do as a person. But I remember, man, like the day I broke my knee, I was I was playing in a game and I went up for a dunk. And it, and I before that, I went up to the trainer and I told the trainer like, "Hey, you know, my my knee kind of feels weird. Like I don't really want to play in this game." And like, "Oh, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Just play." So I was like, "All right, cool." Literally 3 minutes later, I ran down the court, went up for a dunk. I had so much force behind my jump that before I even left the ground, my kneecap, you know, split into, you know, halfway up my thigh, a little bit down, you know, my shin, like kneecap split into, um, hit the floor. And it was funny because I, I knew it was going to happen. So I was like, I prepared for it. And to me, I always try and tell myself, you got to prepare for the best and prepare for the worst. Like, so when it happened, like I knew it, I, for some reason, I just knew it was going to happen. It happened. I was super up and still like, you know, energetic and fine. And I went to the doctor um, and did the surgery. So I was like, cool. But it wasn't until eight months later when I went back into the doctor and they kind of told me like, hey, you're going to have to get surgery again. Not only that, like you may not even play like, that was like a grenade went off by my ear, man. And I, I, at that point, that's when I really lost kind of hope for everything. Because I'm a kid. Like, what do you do when you basically have everything you ever wanted? You drink, like, every, every goal you set, you, you've accomplished. But now it's, it's been all taken away from you. So it was, it was one of those moments, man, where I just, I did not just stop believing in everything, stop trusting in people. Um, and that was one of the, one of the lowest I've probably ever been in my life, man. You know, obviously there's different thoughts, the suicidal thoughts um, that were going through my head. And it, it was, man, it was, a, it was, it was a wild time, man. And like, just thinking about it right now, like I just, I, I just, it, I can feel it. It just puts me back mm -hmm. in that, in that zone, man. And I said, yeah, man, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what, what was going to happen, how I was going to get out, man. I questioned myself every day during that two and a half years so what's so, the turning point so the turning point for me honestly like and and this is what i tell people like you gotta have a good circle like you gotta have a good 
you know, core group of friends, but just people that you, you know, go to to talk or, or just have, have your back. Um, you know, obviously being an NBA and getting to that level and playing college basketball, uh, you get a lot of people that want to be around you. And it's funny, I broke my head and I didn't really have anybody there. And I was just like, well, I thought in my head, but now I just made all this shit up for myself, right? Like, I didn't think I had anybody there. Um, but the turning point for me was one of my good friends had came to Northern California. I was living in uh, Aptos, California. He had came down there and he was kind of just talking to me. He was like, hey, like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, ah, I was like, nothing. He's like, bro, you, he's like, you just changed. Like, there's, I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. And I wasn't really listening to him. I was just kind of just pushing it off, like pushing it off and kind of being like, whatever, bro, like, fuck you type. But then, you know, he left and there was this small moment where like, I, it's almost like, I'm not going to say I heard a voice. Like I wasn't hearing anything, but I, to myself, like I was talking to myself and I was just like, you know, I questioned him like, dang, is he right? Like, have I changed? And I looked myself in the mirror and kid you not, and I'm, I'm a clean cut guy. I try and make myself look presentable like all the time, like all the time. And you did a good job of it. <laughs> I try, man. I try, I try, I try. But, you know, I looked myself in the mirror and, you know, I had this huge Afro, I like dreads and like, I was like, wow. Well, yeah, I was, my face is all scruffy. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't overweight, but for me, like, I was a little bit bigger. And I literally looked myself in the mirror, bro, and I just, I literally broke down, broke down, started crying, and and, and, and literally broke to my knees, man. And I just, I'm, I'm huge with faith. So, you know, I, I started praying and, and really trying to figure it out. And then it was almost like a light switch went off. Like, I felt, I felt myself and I realized that nobody did this to me. You know, like nobody put me in this space that I put myself in this space. I was thinking of things that, you know, that were negative, that I was treating people bad. And, you know, my habits were, weren't the championship habits and the successful habits that I've set out to do. And, and, and it wasn't the person who I wanted to become. You know, I had a situation change my path and I think a lot of people do that and, and, and it's hard to get out of but you know for me I, I had to go back to the roots and I had to go back to the beginning I had to go back to asking myself all right like what got me to this point you know what's keeping me at this point and what can what's the quickest thing I can just fucking change now like what is the thing that I can change right now at this point um, that I don't like about my life. I don't like about my situation. Um, mm -hmm. And it was like, it was, it was that moment, man. I just kind of snapped out of it and then just start engaging with people and, and just being myself, just being who I truly was. You know, I felt like I lost myself in the doubt. I lost myself in the pain. I lost myself with having all my dreams and everything stripped away. But I have to, I, I realized that that wasn't, who I was, you know, like that, that was a part of me, but that wasn't what made Carrick Felix. Mm -hmm. Went through a period of sort of refining that image in your head of, of, you know, who you figuring out who you really were a period of self-discovery, huh? 
Yep. Basically self-discovery, man. It's just, that's all it was, man. It's just pure self-discovery, finding out, just refining out my passion and really listening to myself. Cause my whole life, again, I played basketball. So I think that's what I wanted to do. You know, and, and at some point it was, it was exactly what I wanted to do, but, um, you know, I realized that things changed and I couldn't live my life by what everybody else would think about me and how everybody else is going to treat me and, you know, what everybody else thinks. And I had to just start being my own stuff and thinking for myself. And then it's tough, but, you know, the process I pretty much just put my head down and said, fuck it and put my right foot in front of my left. And, you know, if you're with me or with or not, then, hey, got to go. Yeah, man. You know, I really relate to you. I was looking at your, at your, one of your, oh, not one of, but all of your videos on YouTube, the, the four there, your, your story. And you, you said, I've always been a unique, weird character. And I was like, yes, that's me. I'm the, I'm the weird, unique character. Always, always just I'm not afraid to break social rules. And, you know, just, just, I, like, I'm, I just like being different, you know? It's cool. I like being a weirdo. <laughs> yes, man. Yes. Being weird is good, man. Being weird is not a bad thing. It's not yeah. a bad thing, man. Why do you think people are um, so why do you think people are so caught up in, in living by, you know, the social rules and you know, people are so um, afraid to break social rules and what like like who gives a shit? Uh, you know, exactly. Like who gives a shit? But people are just caught up because they they want to look cool, you know what I mean? And it's funny, I was talking to one of my buddies today. You know, I'm obviously doing these programs for uh, colleges and um, doing some programs for colleges and programs with some adults, like the youth. And we were talking about kind of the same thing. It's just why is it so hard for people to be themselves? And every, you know, it, it's almost like everyone wants to be accepted. You know, everyone wants to look cool. Everybody, you know, they want to fit in. They want people to like them. So, you know, and, and with, and social media is a great thing. Like, I love it. it. It allows you to be yourself. But I think what it does to a lot of people, it, it makes you someone different because you're looking at someone else's life and you're not worried about your own. Um, and for me, you know, I've always lived my life like I'm – a weirdo. Everybody I played, every team I played for, everybody I'm around, like I'm pretty much the guy who's just, uh, it's just me. You know, I always live my life just be yourself, just be yourself. And you know, it's 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 one of those things that if you're not comfortable with being in your own skin, then you'll never be able to overcome and and fight through different things. You'll never be able to break that you know, that wall or get over that threshold to get to that next level because you'll always just be living your life in a lie. You know, mm -hmm. like people live, I, I like to, I like to say people, you know, are walking around like, you know, wearing a facade, like in a facade because they want to be accepted, you know, and I'm about to butcher something right now too, but Tony Robbins talked about like the six human needs and, <laughs> um, and one of those needs are just, you know, feeling valued and, and feeling accepted. And I think that's one of the big reasons why people don't want to be themselves because they feel like if, they, if they're themselves, then no one's really going to like them. If they, if someone's like, Oh, I actually like to read and draw, then 
and, and they do, you know, maybe they're in hip hop music or maybe they're, you know, someone in, you know, school or whatever. Like they, they may think like people may think of them different. They may judge them because they're not like everybody else. But they gotta like to me like you gotta understand like you're unique like you were built to just be who you are you're you're one of a kind again like I believe like God put us all on this earth can to be 100% different but we all if we if we're not living that then we can't live up to our true potential we can't change lives like we want to it's you look at the people that are happy and in and where they are in their lives those are the people that really are just honed in on themselves and they don't care what anybody else thinks, you know? Yeah. There's a key word in what you said, you know, everybody, they want, people want everyone to like them. And so they, they stay neutral. They just stay on the line or they they just stay neutral. And so that they optimize for everybody in the hopes that everyone will like them. People write books for, for everyone, you know, people try to market to, everyone but it doesn't really work like that uh, i mean at, at least for at least for me if you're neutral i mean nobody's talking about you people are like eh that's the response yeah. you get yeah you, people are eh about you you know middle of the road whatever he's eh you know he's okay uh but for me neutrality is my enemy you know i just i sometimes i say outlandish like shit like stuff that i feel like saying stuff that's totally me uh, like I do stuff that's just totally me. I do. I, I'm not afraid to break social rules. And and am I going to turn off a lot of people? Oh yeah, I am. But I'm going to turn on a whole lot more. And you know what that does? Why that's important is you find your tribe by not staying neutral. You find your tribe, and that's sort of what you're getting at. What you're getting at there. You hone in on you, and you'll find your tribe. And those are the people that you really want to surround yourself. You don't want fake friends. Yeah, exactly. You don't want fake friends, man. And, and like you said, if you find your tribe, you find where you truly belong instead of just being in something to be in it and, and being around people who don't have your best interests. And you said it best. Um, you know, there, there's going to be people that truly despise of you, hate you and hate what you're about. But out of all the billions and billions of people in this world, like, okay, if maybe, you know, like 50% doesn't like you. I guarantee you the other 50% will. So who cares? Like at the end of the day, like you'll find your, your, your crowd or find your tribe. And if you're yourself, you'll find it a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Dude. Uh, that was a, that was a good hammer at the end. If you, if you just be yourself, you'll find it a lot faster. Heck yeah, brother. So now, now what you've got going on, uh, you know, another something else I got from that video, you say you love watching people succeed. And that's sort of what you're up to right now. You, you know, you're going around and, and speaking. And so you've got and then you've got a, you know, you're starting to build a tech company. Yeah. And, you know, your big thing is IMC, inspire, motivate, change. You know, what does what does that really mean to you? Why do you love watching people succeed? Why are you doing this? Um, you know, IMC, Inspire, Motivate, and Change, it's, to me, it's life because I love, like, and you talked about it already, like, I love seeing people succeed and I love seeing people do things that they would have never thought they could do, unleash things within themselves that, you know, whether there was someone who didn't believe them, 
or whether it's something new they're trying because to me, everybody has a journey. Everybody walks a path. And like we talked about before, like being your unique self, like it's okay because just because there's a Bill Gates and there's a Mark Zuckerberg, like I said, a Will Smith, just because there's those, there's these guys out there and these people doesn't mean that you can't do it. So I love the fact of just watching people create their own recipes of success and, and just seeing the joy. Um, whether and, and it doesn't have to be anything big. It can be things with weight and holding themselves accountable and just completely just, I love seeing people's lives change. Man. I love being that guy who's pretty much like the connector that can, that can connect you to your dreams, your aspirations and things that, you know, you want to do, you want to become. And I literally think everybody can be phenomenal. Like I think everybody can be champions. I think everybody can experience life at whatever level they, they want to experience that. It, it just takes a little bit more. And sometimes we don't have like, and I realized this growing up, like I never, I, I was self-motivated and I think that it, it starts there, but you know, not everyone has that person to, to pull a little bit more out of them. So that's, I kind of, I just want to be that guy to just get you to open up your eyes a little bit, pull a little bit more out. And then I just, I, I, I know, I truly believe, and I know that just because someone else has it doesn't mean you can't have it. You can have anything. You can have all abundance. Like, so I don't know. It just honestly, it just excites me, man. I can't even tell you. Like, it's it's just one of those things I've always just loved to do. Um, and it's funny. I look at it as my like basketball because when I was my basketball teams, like there were some teams I was like good for, and in some people's eyes, I would be the star or whatever. But I never was really worried about myself. Like I was, I'm always worried about my teammates and their success, my team success, um, and I feel like my success comes through their success you know, and I think a lot of people downsize um, you know bringing others up because when you can bring others up then there's only one only way you can go is up as well like it, it shows you who you truly are and it brings out you know the real real spirits of, of your character so absolutely so Carrick want to pivot here a little bit yeah. we so you graduated with a 3.85 GPA with a degree in communication, which really got me because, and this is the basis of our, of our connection. I mean, that's kind of what we were talking about a month ago for the most part. And I mean, I love, I love communication. You love communication. And I think, uh, and, and I don't know if you notice right now, I mean, you know, maybe a subconscious thing, obviously like, but, I, you can see me right now. You can see my hands right now. Like I pull the computer back that far because I want people to see my hands and I can see your hands every now and then too. Like some people, it's just a talking head, but you're not a talking head right now. It's important for people to see their, see your hands because biologically it's like a sign of, of trust. People trust you more. You can, you're just expressing so much more with that body language. Uh, you know, often so on a subconscious level, we don't really trust people. Uh, we trust people less when, when their are, their hands are like, like clenched behind yeah. their, behind their back. It's like, you know, like, are they holding a, are they holding a knife? I mean, cause in the wild, you know, back 10,000 years ago, you had to, I mean, you, you had to be weary of people outside your tribe and, you know, so offering your hands 
and and shaking hands, not fist bump, but shaking hands is like yeah. it's it's like you're offering you're, you're you're showing like we can trust each other. So that's you know, like I, one of my favorite concepts from communication. I don't, what about you, bud? <laughs> honestly, that I was just I was just getting ready to hit on that man. Like it's that's one of my favorite things about communication is the nonverbal communication. You know. It, we text all day and, and sometimes text can get misconstrued and emails and, you know, you can't really gauge anyone's emotion and, and how they feel or how passionate they are. That's one of the main reasons why I did communication because I, I am like, I am astonished and it, it amazes me that with the nonverbal communication and like the importance of it. You know, I think, Especially now with social media, we've kind of gotten away to the face-to-face interaction and being able to to, to talk in person. But it goes so it goes such a long way. Just actually, like you said, shaking someone's head as they're talking, giving them giving giving them a head nod. Um, it's really just. I feel like you can you can tell if someone's genuine. You can tell if someone's you know passionate in their emotion and i think when you have that connection and the hand gestures and the head nods like it creates an energy you know that 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 to me it can't it can't be you know it can't be stopped it's either you're vibing together or you know instantly like uh this is it's a little different but you know you you've been around people where you you know because you can see them in person and giving you you know head nod but then you also been around those people where, you know, you talk to them on the phone, they sound good people, jolly, you know, you just hear it in their voice, but then you get around them and they're just super like, like, hey, like, oh, you sound super excited on the phone, but now you're kind of like mellow, jello, kind of down, like, but nonverbal communication is like, to me, it's, it's everything. It's, it's literally everything, so. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this, you know, you, we make our first impressions, you know, with our nonverbal communication, like with weaning body language, you know, as soon as we walk through that door, you know, I was listening to Jordan Harbinger talk on a podcast, I believe like yesterday. And, you know, you're at a bar with your, with your friends and you're like, you know, afraid to approach, uh, to approach the girl, like the girl and her friends are, are like over, you know, a couple, couple feet away yeah. and you, and then, you know, you go to the bar to drink some liquid courage before you go over there and they are, they see that. And you're just like watching the freaking sports game, like pretending like you, you know, pretending like you care, like, Oh, the, the so-and-sos are playing, huh? And by that time, you know, like the girls have already, you know, subconsciously like declined you like, like, Oh, you don't have, you don't have to worry about them. Like they're, they don't have winning body language and and the subconscious mind kind of discards them and like you don't have to worry about them like the decision is already made that just brings up a point of just by it's not just about like meeting other people and, and energy like it's honestly nonverbal communication is body language it, it comes back to yourself and building confidence right like the reason a lot of the girls are rejecting these guys even approach them because like you said like they already in their minds are like all right these guys aren't you know they're not body language they're not people we want to meet or guys we want to introduce ourselves to and you were talking about honestly earlier you gave a speech and now you're you know you're with the girl that you know you that pushed you out of the class but it's because you went up there and you you not only did you speak but 
you're you're standing standing tall, you know, speaking with voice, having your head held high, and 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 doing things that with your body that built the confidence and and, and put out to the world that you know I, I believe in me, like I believe in myself, like so I, that honestly that's that's one of the main things and the main kicks that people have to take take from from this body language nonverbal communication like it's not just for now and it's not just for other people but you know it's it's for you yeah absolutely you know i uh really i i love body language so much um and you know so another thing you know you know what carrick i'm like so i'm fumbling today um, I've, I've never fumbled quite like this in an interview in, in quite some time. And it's actually the, it, it's really the connection issues that are thrown off like yeah. the, the communication. It's just ironic that we're talking about communication right now. <laughs> like yeah. it, it throws me back. So like it, you know, it used to be where I used to do these interviews actually. Yeah. And I used to do no, like it was no video. It was like only audio and and that's how we would communicate and and it's it's i don't know how i ever did it <laughs> like yeah, i really? need, i need that that body language i need that yeah. so essential man it's it's so important man it's so important it just i feel like it's, it goes a long way but like i said the energy is just, i can just feel the energy you know and you're not you're not here with me right now but and still through the computer, I mean, I'm glad that there's FaceTime. I'm glad that there's things like Zoom and the other stuff. But you know, this makes it real to me. It's not just you're not just a person on the other side just talking to me and and and, and trying to you know gain access. Like this to me is like this is real life. Like you're you're genuine. You're who you say you are, and it goes you know vice versa. It goes the same way. So. That's dope, bro. That's honestly, I, I mean, I don't know how you did it either. I couldn't do it. I, I hate this talk on the phone. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, man. Totally. I agree. Uh, I And thank you for your kind words as well. I really, really appreciate that. I take that to heart. Yeah, I can see you're very genuine as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's, it's amazing to see someone like yourself do something like this, you know, it, being so young. I'm, I'm 28 and you. <laughs> you're again what 21 right yes sir oh like i'm 28 like when i was 21 i was i'm not gonna lie i was out in the clubs drinking doing a bunch of things i shouldn't be doing so to see you do this like to me it's 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 amazing it it, it, it inspires me you know it inspires me to be better it inspires me to inspires me to, to move forward and then do what i need to do you know, that see you, you got all these books. I'm just like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Like, <laughs> I got to continue to move this thing forward and look at guys like yourself and, and try and instill that in other people's life, but also, you know, in my life. So I just want to say thank you before we ever get off, if I don't remember. I just have to say it right now. Oh, man. Uh, thank you so much. I, I really, I, I mean, words can't uh, express how I appreciate that. If I, if I, was with you right now. I'd, I would I would show you with my body language. I'd give you a hug right now, man. I mean, I'm a I'm a hugger. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. Like a guy, guys don't usually you know hug each other. But like you know, this guy was I was hanging out with a uh, you know two people. You know, a guy and a girl last week, and and the guy's leaving and hugs the girl goodbye. And and he and he's and he says bye to me and he starts walking out. And I'm like I'm like bro, you think you're gonna leave without hugging me? <laughs> 
<laughs> like, come on. Yeah. I'm too prideful, man. We don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to show any softness or emotion, man. I love hugs, man. The energy is always there. Every time I see someone, I'm like this. I'm like, come on. Got to bring it in. Heck yeah. So do you, so you mentioned the, the books I got behind me and I was curious if you had another book for me, uh, you know, a, a, so a, specifically a book on communication, you know, something on communication, body language, even, even like psychology, like something, something that's really, what's a, what's a good book on communication? Well, let me see. You know, let, let's see what, what's a good one that I've read that I'm, feel like I'm reading now. I mean, I've read, you know, I've read The Art of um, Communication. I've read The Art of stale- Storytelling. Um, what else have I read? I've read, um, let's see, good, a good communication book. Let's see. Oh, so I read this book on how to talk to anyone. It's like 92 rules on like how to approach people, how, you know, you can read their body language, um, and just pretty much how to, how to communicate in a way that's not, you know, hostile, that's better for you to, to understand their story and, and be a listener. Um, that was probably one of the, one of the best books I've read in a long time. Um, huh. uh, let's see what other, man, that, I, I was that's honestly... Funny. I saw the I saw that uh, how to communicate how to talk to anyone book uh, in my friend's room the other day. I didn't think anything of it, but it's just funny you mention it now. It's come up twice this week. You gotta, you have to, you definitely need to to read that one. It is a good book, man. A good book. What's another book I've read? So a book that I've actually been reading most recently is uh, I don't have you ever read uh, Millionaire Success Habits by Dean, I can't even pronounce it. Oh, Dean Graziosi, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've just been reading that because I don't, so when I when I read books, I try not to like read to me books about, you know, money, success. I try to read books like specific, like, like you said, like body language, how to win friends and influence people. I'm curious about this individuals and, and people and body language and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm reading emotional intelligence. Um, that's, that's a great, that's a mastery of emotional intelligence. That's a great book. But, you know, the Dean uh, Grishioso book is, is, is interesting. You know, because you would think uh, it says millionaire success habits, right? You know, you think a lot of people see millionaire, they think money. Um, but actually reading that book, it, it teaches you a little bit about yourself, but also just how to work with people. And I thought that was pretty cool that they kind of added that little twist in the book. And So, Carrick... You know, with all you're doing right now, you, you know, you're speaking and, you know, the tech company and whatnot, and people can find you right at imcfamily.com. They can go to at Carrick underscore Felix on Instagram. Uh, where else can, where else would you like people to connect with you on the topic of communication? Where, where do you want people to communicate with you? Uh, you know, you definitely go to imcfamily.com. Um, you know, I have to ask Carrick, ask me anything. You know, you can ask me questions on there. You can um, also contact me um, and my team, uh, send us emails, and we'll get back to calls. But, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty open guy. I don't I have Twitter. I have LinkedIn. Um, my Twitter is Carrick Felix at, oh, at Carrick Felix IMC. And then 
you know, you can DM, people can DM me, they can get a hold of me anyway. I, I respond to everyone. Um, I'm not one of those guys who blows smoke, so I'm pretty open. Uh, but if you anybody contacts me on social media or through the website, through via email, um, they definitely get a hold of me. I'll respond. Right on. Carrick, before I ask my final question, I want to acknowledge you for sharing your message, getting vulnerable with me, your communication skills, uh, something I always admire in people, and you know, a new chapter, my friend. A new chapter is just getting started for you, the chapter of inspiring, motivating, and changing as many lives as possible. And I love what you're doing. I love your message. And I'm, we're totally going to have to do this again. Like this is like, this is going to be a continued relationship. You know, this is like, you know, we've talked a couple of times now and this is, this is really cool. I'm excited for where this is going to go. I mean, Carrick, you're the man. Man, I, I mean, I appreciate you, man. I, I really do. And, you know, again, words coming from you, um, you know, obviously with coming from you, you know, obviously with all your accolades and things you accomplished, um, you know, I thank you for, you know, hyping me up a little bit. I don't really, I, I mean, I I think of myself highly, but I always try and kind of soften, you know, the playing field because, you know, once you, I, I realize once you, you know, obviously you got to be confident and you got to, you got to speak things into existence. You got to, you know, own it. And I definitely do, but, I, you know, there's different ways to go about it, you know, being humble. And, and, and I can definitely tell with you, you're very humble. You don't, you don't speak about things and you giving me recognition. I mean, I'm humble too, so. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a quiet guy. I appreciate that. I appreciate you, man. This is, this is awesome. So my final question, what does life beautifully designed look like to you? Because I think life is best lived by design. You know, if you want to plan to be wealthy, like you got to make a wealth plan. If you, if you want to be happy, you got to make a plan to be happy. If you want a prosperous business, you got to make a business plan, right? So what does your life beautifully designed look like? And, you know, I wish I could tell you a, a full, complete answer. You know, my life for me right now, what it, what it looks like is, you know, I, would, I would say, you know, overall wealth, but not just wealth when it comes to, like, money, not just wealth when it comes to friends, you know, overall wealth with all of it, you know, finding peace, finding love, finding, you know, that, 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 that recipe for myself um, to get to the point where, I've changed, you know, many lives and that I've given myself um, to help create the change. You know, everyone talks about they want to change, they want to change, they want to inspire, inspire, but don't do anything to get to that point or do it. You know, for me, I, 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 that's my life purpose. I'm here for a reason. I've gone through hell and back and hell and back and hell and back. And I always ask myself why and that's why because I have to share my story. I have to teach others others lessons I've learned in my life and um, you know, my overall life plan, man, is just, just keep living in abundance and building wealth, but you know, living for every not living for myself, living for living for everyone else, you know, and, and living, you know, through everyone else in the sense of uplifting them and, and watching them succeed and smile and, and just enjoy life, man. So I'm all about pure gratitude pure abundance and then you know you live life for a reason season lifetime just like you meet people for a reason season lifetime is just you have to make that choice of what it is so carrick felix 
you're the man. You're on your way. I love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I have no doubt that you're going to be doing some incredible things as far as, you know, a book and potential podcast, it, maybe, <laughs> and, and everything else that you're going to do in the future. All right, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate your time, man. Again, this has been awesome. Uh, I love, you know, I love the connection we have. And hopefully we can just keep this thing going and get packed on. Hopefully when there's a better connection. So I'm going to hit you <laughs> with one of these. You're one of these. Um, but, yeah, man, I, it, was, it was fun, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Heck, yeah, brother. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of the Growth Mindset University podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this one today, I would really appreciate it if you could leave us a quick five-star rating in iTunes. All you have to do is grab your iPhone or iPad, open up the Apple Podcast app, hit the search tab, search the show, Growth Mindset University, or just search my name, Jordan Paris, tap the show, scroll all the way to the bottom, and then just hit that fifth star, and that helps us tremendously in ways that you could never even imagine. It means the absolute world to me when people do this. I would be eternally grateful if you do that. We're pushing 100 ratings right now, and it's really making a difference for this show. And of course, if you've not already subscribed to the show, just make sure you do that wherever you're listening to so that you don't miss that next episode. I know you're not going to want to miss it. And you only heard this episode today because I thought it was valuable enough to post here. So if you want to share that value with your friends, your family, go ahead and do that. Share this episode with them. Take a screenshot, send it to them. Take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story and tag me at J underscore Paris underscore so that I know you're listening and I can get back to you and put a face to the name. Now, if you're ready to really take your life to the next level, my book is on Amazon. It is also called Growth Mindset University. It's all about how to learn anything, how to take control of your life, and how to fulfill your vision of success. And you're not just supporting me and this channel by getting this book, but you're also getting this awesome book that's going to lay out the rules and principles to design your life full of joy and fulfillment. All right, I love you all so very much. And until next time, my friends, make every day count, live to learn, and grow to give. <laughs>